The following podcast contains spoilers and rude words. Mate, did we watch a thing this week? Yeah, we did. Hi there, thanks for joining us. This is We Watched a Thing. You know that. You clicked on it. Um, we're going to do what we do. He's Billy, I'm Topher. That's right. How are you? Oh, I'm good, I'm good. And, and I guess we watched a thing, didn't we? We sure did, mate. We, we sure we, did. We, we really did. And what a thing it was. What thing did we watch this week, my friend? Look, we embraced our real middle class white suburban straight male born 1955 <laughs> to 1965 selves <laughs> uh, and got our Tom Clancy. That's right. What a fucking dad movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Tom Cla- I got to tell you, I mean, kind of spoilers for the upcoming episode. Tom Clancy's not my bag, man. He's just, he doesn't speak to me. He- I have almost no relationship to Tom Clancy. That surprises me, actually. I really feel like you, you must have read one of his books, right? I've never read a Tom Clancy book. Right. For some reason, I just figured you would have. Because of my <laughs> Reagan 80s tendencies? Is that <laughs> what you're accusing me of? <laughs> no, but you're, you're a bit like me. Like, you, you, tend, you tend to read. I know particularly when you were younger, you read a lot. And I remember- <laughs> No, you did. You know, you know. Yeah. I, look, I could look. I'm, I'm humble brag. I can read. And I remember there was a period in the '90s where I was too young, but Tom Clancy was a big deal. I remember kids at school playing that fucking Rainbow Six game, and for like, I just, I felt like because you were that little bit older than me, you might have been in that kind of period, but I guess not. No, like my relationship to Clancy is. Knowing that if you looked at the bestsellers list, there was like a one in two chance that he was on top. And also, if you ever went to an airport, he was like a good 75% of what was on offer. Yeah. But as we know, popular doesn't mean good. I mean, fucking NCIS is the most popular show. And um, actually, I mean, NCIS and Tom Clancy have a lot going on together, I guess. Dads be loving it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, you're right. We watched Tom Clancy's Without Remorse, which is a 2021 American action thriller loosely based on the 1993 novel of the same name. It's directed by Stefano Salima and it's written by Taylor Sheridan and Will Staples. Stars Michael B. Jordan, Jamie Bell, Jodie Turner-Smith, Luke Mitchell and Guy Pearce. And what is it about, Tove? What is it about? (laughs) Um, Is it about recapturing what- what the dad action movie was 25 years ago. Is that what it's about? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, plot-wise, Michael B. Jordan has some people dear to him killed and decides he's going to kill some fools. Yeah, without any remorse. (laughs) With You know how much remorse, Billy? Fuck all. Zero. (laughs) None, mate. This guy's got dick all remorse going on. (laughs) When he checked his bags for when he was heading off, he's like, got a gun, got a few clips. Do I have remorse? Don't need it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I think you're right. There's not a great deal of plot going on, is there? It's kind of like, I don't know, military John Wick. <laughs> Very much so. Um, do you have any? Um, do you have any pre-existing relationship to John Kelly slash John Clark? I don't. I had no idea. Although when I was reading about this movie, I saw that th- he's the the third person to play him. 
um, including Willem Dafoe. Is that right? I believe that was in- was that in Clear and Present Danger. I have no idea. It is hard to imagine. Hang on, I'm sure that we can. We have the technology. <laughs> I think it's that or Patriot Games. It's one of the Harrison Ford ones. The Jack Ryan films. He was betrayed, but yeah, in Clear and Present Danger, Willem Dafoe and Lee Schreiber in The Sum of All Fears. It is yeah. That is a wild trio. If if you got this in a trivia question and you didn't know that, if someone said to you, a character that was played by Lee Schreiber, Willem Dafoe, and Michael B. Jordan, no hope. <laughs> like that's that's insane. <laughs> I must say though, Michael B. Jordan does as Michael B. Jordan does. He is, I mean, he does the absolute best with this material, I think. He absolutely turns it up into how much pain can I get on my face? Yeah, he is trying. He is, he's given it everything and he is stuck with some line readings that are, I mean, that's tough. Yeah. There's some some (laughs) tough stuff. In this script for many people to say. Yeah, I think it was three minutes in when they were in some kind of military meeting. And I can't even remember what he says, because why would you? He says some shit. And some commandery chief mate is like, who are you? And this other guy is like, oh, he's he's a smart ass. No, wait, I'm the smart ass. He's a bad ass. And it's like, is that really a line in this film? <laughs> It was at that moment that I made the choice to turn the speed up to 1.5. (laughs) (laughs) Which, I'm I'm on the record, I'd ordinarily strongly (laughs) frown upon your tendency of not watching films as they were intended. It's hard to fault that decision this week. I made the right choice, mate. I had other things to do, mate. <laughs> I mean, this film's under two hours, but it's still more time than you really want to dedicate to it. My, I mean, my other half did not see it through. She lasted maybe an hour and was like, I'm out. She made the right choice. And I was choice. like, I, I wish I could follow you. <laughs> when it gets to the 90 minute mark, I'm sitting there going, oh my God. Like, I know there's only like 15, 20 minutes left, but then- there's fucking 15, 20 minutes left. Like, that's- <laughs> Yeah, not good. <laughs> yeah. So, um, <laughs> this- So, John, my, here's my understanding of John Kelly slash Clark. Can't- it, Watched it last night. Already can't remember who he is at the beginning and who he is by the end. Um, is that he is almost like the- Not, not, not the evil twin of- um, of Tom Clancy's signature character. Jack um, Ryan. Old mate. There you go. <laughs> that guy. Um, <laughs> not, not, the, not the evil twin, but almost like the inverse in yeah. terms of the, the strategic side of uh, Clancy's idea of America, fuck yeah. 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 Whereas, whereas John is the, the inner desire, fuck it, I'm just going to blow up some shit. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Much less tactical and much more flying by his emotions, I guess. Mm. So, like, going in, that was all I knew about this character. Um, didn't remember. I don't think I've seen Clear and Present Danger. I sh- I have no idea. <laughs> I may have seen Clear and Present Danger at some point in the 90s. Uh, I have seen The Sum of All Fears. If you told me 
if you'd asked me, is Liev Schreiber in Sum of All Fears? I'd have been like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> no no memory of him in that. That happens, um, though. I just watched this film, and if you asked me if Guy Pearce was in it, I'd be like, was he? <laughs> and I love like, Pearce. I, I hope he got well paid if he was. Yeah. <laughs> um, so all, all I know is that he's like the- Old mate, you just said his name. He's the the strategic guy, and this guy's the action guy. Yep. Yet, one of the very first scenes we get of Michael B. Jordan in this film, he looks at some guy's ID for a split second, and he's like, "These guys we've just killed an ex Russian military." And I was like, "Are they like yeah. I, either they had ID that literally said Russian ex Russian military, and then in brackets would be X. weird ex <laughs> ex <laughs> yeah ret- retired." <laughs> That would be strange, to be yeah. honest. Um, or, or this guy's a better analyst than anyone the CIA currently has. Yeah. Yeah. I thought the exact same thing at that moment. I'm like, of course they're Russian. <laughs> In Tom Clancy's brain, bad guys be Russian. You know, the, the world's kind of caught back up with Tom Clancy in that respect. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so not the first film that we've done from Stefano. Because he directed Sicario 2, Discount Sicario. Interesting. A film which we both liked, but just we liked. We thought it was fine. I think we yeah. both thought it was fine. But obviously, like, was it the obvious comparison is the film that comes before it? Which well, is yeah. Th- and that's the big amazing. problem. That's the big problem with, with Sicario 2 is that you cannot help but compare it to Sicario. I find myself in a, in a similar situation here because it is mind-boggling to believe and understand that the man who penned this, and obviously this is an adaptation, so I'm putting all my blame on Mr. Clancy. (laughs) And with where you're going here, he's not the sole credited writer. That's correct. It is shocking to me that Taylor Sheridan, the man who gave us Hell or High Water, Wind River, Sicario, fucking excellent films, has somehow got the lead credit for uh, it's it it's shocking it it's terrifying quite frankly if you think of the both the the dialogue and the story structure of yeah. a sicario or a hell or high water and then you're like wait this yeah. is not the same writer is it it can't be yeah and so big week for sheridan cuz same what well, we should have done his other film that came out this week which was those who wish me dead I saw that twice this week. Now, it's not Sicario. It's not your high level. It's much more of an action. In fact, the biggest parallel I can draw is Cliffhanger. (laughs) But it is a fuckload of fun. And it has what Sheridan brings to films, which is tension. You know, when you think of a Sheridan film, it is edge of your seat gripping. This film had none of that. I could not care less. There's maybe one scene. I think the, the plane scene in the middle is probably the strongest kind of set piece in the film. Oh, that's not well. That's not a good scene. Not a lot to pick from. <laughs> I think. Well, I, I would I would argue the best scene by some margin is the dousing the car in petrol scene. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. That is a good scene, actually. Yeah, because that I like. I actually badly wish that I hadn't or that I didn't know that that scene happened. Oh, how did you know? Is it in the trailer or something? It's in the it's in the fucking trailer. Yeah, hey, that's why you got to stop watching trailers, mate. <laughs> the moment where the car's on fire and you're just like, "Oh, that's a that's a horrid thing to do to a person." And then you're and then like, "He gets in." That split second of like, "Is he? He's not gonna." Yeah, is he? yeah. Like that moment, I'll be like, "Okay, yeah, fair enough. That was cool." Yeah, fair call, fair call. 
shame about everything that came before that and after it and after that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it boggles my mind that Taylor Sheridan was involved with this film, given that he has proven himself to be such a strong screenwriter. Like, th- this- I mean, he's he's not written a high number of films. This must be number number five or six. It's about half a dozen, yeah. Is it possible that he is the one that's responsible for, like, setting up a guy with nothing to lose by his wife and unborn child being killed? I'm just like, yawn. I mean, really? Yeah. That's the that's what we're going with. I I would like to think that that's that's Clancy. <laughs> it's so tight. Oh yeah, I don't know if that's from the book. Yeah. I'd- a part of me assumes it is because it's just so tired. Well, it is. It's very old. And in fact, you really I'm not going to spoil anything, but you really do have to go get to those who wish me dead. That is a great example of subverting audience expectations. There are so many things that happen in that film that are like, wow, this is new. This is different. And I think that um, that's what Sheridan's good at. And this film just has none of that. Let's talk about the direction for a second and the cinematography. Um, this is a very, very dark film. This is very crushed and no, not in a contrasty way. You know, like we've seen it before with films like Catwoman, where the blacks are very crushed, but the whites are very white. I myself have not seen it in Catwoman. Well, in this film, everything is just very, very, very dark. I feel like it's over crushed. It, it, it is a dark film. It's like they want us to know that this guy's going through some stuff. Um, well done. <laughs> we, yep, got that. <laughs> I must say, too, for a straight-to-video demand film that's come out at the moment, looking at everything else that's come out in the past two years, I actually don't think the visual effects are that bad. I think a lot of them, are, you know, the car scene, for example, is composited really well. Those are, are nice flames. I thought, you know, that's that shot where he's in the plane and it crashes into the water and you see it kind of snap forwards in front of him. I think that's a pretty good looking scene, to be honest. Yeah, well, I mean, we're, in, we're at a point now where, like, if Amazon is doing a production, it's not it's not VOD as we knew it th- even three years ago. Well, that's yeah, that's true. Have you heard what the budget for Amazon's Lord of the Rings series is? Oh, it's mind-boggling. Like, yeah, absolutely, absolutely mind-boggling. Insanity. Like, more than most people would spend on feature films. <laughs> it's silly money. Yeah, apparently there's a few dollars going around Amazon. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> which will shock people to hear. Yeah. <laughs> you you must be pretty keen for that Lord of the Rings series. So, I actually just um, restarted my Amazon Prime video account just a couple of weeks ago. There were too many things that I would, like, search for. And it was like, yes, no worries. You can watch this through Prime. And I was yeah. like, Ugh. and that was just starting to give me the shits that I that there was stuff that I was just missing out on that way. And also, the thing that the thing that really has me, um, and I don't know, I don't know what percentage of the world is with me here. I'm guessing not that many. The thing that really has me for Prime is that they're doing a Wheel of Time series. Oh shit! And I was like, for real? Yeah. It's in production at the moment. And I was like, okay, you, you've got me. Oh, wow. Yeah, shit. That's cool. I mean, so where are they Where are they jumping in? Are they going with Eye of the World? Yeah, it would seem like it's starting at the start. I mean, that's a lot of content, though. <laughs> Look, Prime, you know, for a company who's good at making money, they're getting more off me. <laughs> and while they're at it, they're getting me to watch fucking Without Remorse. <laughs> <laughs> 
what's what's your thoughts on on this particular thought process, Billy? Mm-hmm. I need to kill someone. Yep, I'm there. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it in a car. Yeah. I'm going to be in a van in front of them. When they come to a stop, I'm going to shoot the shit out of them and then get out of here. Yep. Would you wait until you're in basically a traffic jam to do that? No. Like, how's your, how's your getaway? <laughs> yeah, no. How's your getaway going? No, that's not that's not at all what I would do. No. <laughs> seemed, seemed a very poor hit to me. I'll t- I tell you what I would do. I would hire someone to do it. <laughs> <laughs> if it was me, like if it was me personally, there's no way I'm doing a hit. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. I just I don't have it in me, mate. <laughs> ah, you mustn't kill. <laughs> so, excited or a bit despairing when when our guy Guy Pierce turns up in this film? Are you just happy that you get to see Guy Pierce, or are you like, what are you doing in this movie? No, look, I I wasn't joking before when I was reading the cast list at the start of this episode and saw Guy Pierce's name. I was a little bit taken aback because I was like. I don't recall that. Who was Guy Pearce in this movie? He was the secretary of whatever, who he killed at the end by going by driving the car off the bridge. That guy did not look like Guy Pearce. You mean the guy that was clearly Guy Pearce? I thought it was some knockoff Mark Wahlberg impersonator. <laughs> and you know how much I love Guy. Well, I thought I did. It turns out you don't recognise him on screen. Or maybe there's a weird thing where if you look at Guy Pearce at 1.5 times speed, he doesn't look like Guy Pearce. <laughs> yeah, Wahlberg is just Guy Pearce walking yeah. really fast. <laughs> is it possible that they're the same person? I've never seen him in a movie together. <laughs> I cannot believe that's Guy Pearce. Oh, I feel very bad for him. Well, who'd have thought? Who'd have thought that the bad guy in Iron Man three would not be the bottom of the Guy Pierce villainous barrel? Well, yeah, or um, all bloodshot for that matter. Oh yeah, stay a hero, guy. The villain thing's not working. Yeah, this is why, though, despite how bad this film is, I do have to give full props to Michael B. Jordan because this film reeks of just getting a paycheck. I think you can feel that from just about everyone involved in this movie, except for Jordan, who's actually trying to deliver something <laughs> like jane jay i really like jamie bell in general yeah same um, actually i like his big floppy ears i think they're adorable this is not the jamie bell that i want no oh, i want him dancing in a little mining town <laughs> <laughs> like th- to me that's jamie bell unless he's dancing in a mining town he's jimmy bowl i don't know it's just it's, it's not are you here for getting it on with an um Past her prime actress. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, always. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's- yeah, I, like th- I like that, Jamie. I Bell. like that bell. Yeah. <laughs> not this bell. This is, n- this is not the bell for me. <laughs> uh, look, I think, I think I might have touched on this with previous kind of war and tactical films and stuff that we've, we've done. I think I might have mentioned it when I saw Greyhound, that there is just a part of my brain that this content just doesn't work for. I have so little interest in the military and anything semi-related to that, that there is a part of my brain that just checks out almost straight away. And I have a really hard time following even a very simple plotless film like this. And I just need to confirm that that's just me and that's just because of that part of my brain. This isn't a hard film to follow, is it? No. No. Okay. 
It's just, it's just not for me. I just, I, I dislike the military. <laughs> I dislike authority. <laughs> so any kind of whiff of authority, and I'm, I'm gone. I am checked out. <laughs> and I feel bad. A part of me feels like I shouldn't give this film a rating just because of that, because it's almost not fair. Because it's, ne- it's never going to grab me a film like this. <laughs> yeah. If it was like an update of this kind of thing, and. It was going to subvert some stuff, yeah. which, as you've said, Sheridan is capable of doing. Then, okay, maybe. But, like, we're even into the sleazy, high-up, non-soldier guy won't let us do what's quote-unquote right. Yeah. Like, it's just such a tired throwback that, as a viewer, I yeah, I found myself just, like, sleepwalking through this film. Because there's, for me, like you- I find it deeply unengaging. Yep. Even though it is a throwback type film, it's not a schlocky, let's just have some fun violence kind of throwback. For me, it's just hitting a bunch of very, very overused beats that are deeply disinteresting to me. Absolutely. And I I don't know why you would hire Sheridan for this film. I, I just, I don't get it. It says that, it. I don't know if you know, this film was in development hell since 1993 and Sheridan was hired to rewrite a script originally written in the 90s. I don't know whether there were stipulations around that, whether maybe because that person got a story credit, maybe he had to keep like a bulk of what was there. I, I, ju- I cannot understand how this film got written. <laughs> At the end of the film, there's a bunch of shooting. Yeah, yeah, they be yeah. shooting. <laughs> Lots of shooting. Yep. Um, some people, there's probably some viewers who really enjoyed it. All the all the bang bang, because plenty of that going on. Look, this is this is the thing, and this is why, in some ways, I feel like I just shouldn't give this film a rating. There are plenty of people for whom this film is going to work. Tom Clancy is one of the top selling authors of all time. I mean, Amazon's own Jack Ryan series is doing very well. I tried to watch that. I love John Krasinski, and my brain just still did that shut-off thing for me. <laughs> so- Do you know, is there meant to be a shared universe there? Well, I was wondering that. I was surprised that, given that Amazon is doing both of those- I mean, I understand Krasinski not popping up, but I was surprised there wasn't some kind of tie-in or, or mention of the character. Maybe- B. Jordan is going to pop up in in a random episode of, of Jack Ryan next season. And, you know, a part of me would say, oh, well, I mean, he's above TV series, but, I mean, he did this piece of shit, so clearly not. And we've seen so much transition from film to television lately. Like, so who knows? Maybe they are gearing towards some kind of crossover. I mean, whatever it is, it won't be for me. I'll tell you that. That's, that's true. <laughs> I have a question for you. Towards the end of the film, when Guy Pearce is in the restaurant and John Kelly slash Clark confronts him in the bathroom. Yeah. When Guy Pearce slash Mark Wahlberg <laughs> slash we don't know who is on his way to the bathroom, he kind of signals a couple of guys who yeah. clearly he's with that no need to get up or do anything. I'm not leaving. I'm just popping into the bathroom. At what point did these guys go, he's been in the bathroom a long time and we should probably do our jobs? Or is or is John Kelly slash Clark just that good? Ah, uh, I don't know, mate. How how long is a piece of string? You don't know how long people go to the bathroom for. That's true. What's the longest bathroom break you've ever been on? Like, what? Do, like, 
Well, I've not timed it. But it would, I mean, come on. I don't run a clock on it, unlike you. <laughs> come on. You telling me that middle of the workday, you wouldn't have gone to the toilet for 25 minutes? I don't think that's ever happened. I was about to say, what on earth are you doing in the bathroom for 25 minutes? And then I thought, no, I don't want to know. <laughs> just not being at work, mate. Just like getting that's paid fair. to sit there and shit. <laughs> hmm. But he's got he's got half a meal in front of him. Surely he wants to get back to it. That's true. In that situation, I do the old gone in 60 seconds. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. He sh- well, he should have signaled to the guides, was this one or two, so that they know. Yes. Yes. When are these intelligence agency people going to start using their heads, Billy? <laughs> Clearly, we should work in intelligence. That's what I'm hearing. Oh, we'd be good. We would, wouldn't we? <laughs> we'd be very good. So, if this film- You, you mentioned the 1993 is when this thing started. Yeah. Like, people started trying to get this thing made as soon as the book was released. Um and, and early days, my guy Keanu was attached to it, which yeah. kind of would be a fun pre-Wick thing y- yeah. for Keanu. I mean, then I suppose do you get, if he's already done that, arguably you don't get Wick because yeah, he's like, no, I've yeah. already done that. Yeah. Um, and I'd certainly, like personally, yeah, I absolutely take Wick over some tired Tom Clancy shit. I'm not even a huge fan of the Wick films, but I mean, blows this right out of the water. <laughs> But there's an interesting question. If if this was Kanunu, who would be Wick? Who gets Okay, when was the first Wick film? Are we talking like 2012ish or is it am I gone have I gone back too far? Constant just to, you know, stay within the theme of the episode. Marky Mark would have loved the role, <laughs> but would have been awful. What? Would have just no. been A grade awful. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's My what he would dog? have said when the dog died. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh my God. Okay, okay, no. actually, this this is what I thought while watching the film. Who is more justified in becoming just a rampant, cold-blooded murderer? John Wick, whose dog got killed, or John <laughs> Kelly slash Clark, whose wife and unborn child got killed? What's the greatest sin in a movie? Killing actual humans or a dog? Oh, in movie world, it's a dog. Absolutely. Yes, P- people do not like animals getting harmed. <laughs> Yeah, because at that point, yeah, John Wick can do anything to anyone and you'll be like, well, you killed his dog. Yeah, and in fact, that is absolutely the only reason that his wife is pregnant is to give it some kind of weight. Because if it's just his wife, nobody gives a fuck. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know that it's still a human life, but nobody cares. People die in these movies constantly. Nobody cares. Okay, so back- Sorry, back to the question. Who- (laughs) Who is John Wick? We are all over the shop this episode. Um, I want to get to the bottom of this. Um, Can I throw something out there? Absolutely. And now hear me out here. This is this is highly unorthodox. Will Ferrell. That's, I thought you were going to say something really interesting where I was like, wow, you've blown my mind. I'm not a fan uh, of the Ferrell, but I would like to see him, you know, go action. I do not want to see that. After have you seen nobody yet? No. After seeing Bob Odenkirk absolutely slay in nobody, I'm kind of thinking outside the box there. That's absolutely true. That doesn't mean it's good. <laughs> All right, get back to me on Wick, okay? Have the week to think about All it. Right, this is your homework. homework. <laughs> yeah. All right, so back to this movie. 
how are you scoring it? Obviously, I'm not going positive on it. <laughs> um, the question becomes, can it eke out a four out of ten? Um, now, in terms of is it shot well enough, are there, like, is there, is there enough to, re- in, in the end, I'm like, for the level of interest I have in this film, that I, I truly, truly struggled to stay awake for. And this, yeah. is, this is an action film. Yeah. And I struggled to stay awake. Um, I've, I've, got, I've got to go three. I can't believe that was even a question for you. I'm a two. This movie had me so, so bored. It, it was, lost you at hello, really. It really, really did. It was a struggle for me to watch this. And again, I, I'm fully happy to go out there and say it's, it's a clash with the genre for me personally. It it almost feels like an unfair thing to score it so low, but I got to be true. This there was nothing good about this film for me, other than Michael B. Jordan's performance, which drags it from a one to a two. <laughs> I awarded no points, and I just I just hope that they don't make a sequel. It's hard to imagine they won't. I mean. <sighs> Did you did you watch the post not post credit scene but there's a mid credit scene? Yeah, I did. You know, the only reason I saw it is because it was still playing at one point five times, so there weren't that mm. many credits before it came up. But <laughs> good lord! All right, what are we getting to next week, buddy? Uh, we don't know. We don't. We don't know. We don't know. We'll watch something. I guarantee that. We'll watch a thing. We'll watch a thing. We'll watch a thing. Uh, in the meantime, if you want to get in touch with us, you can do that at wewatchedathing.com or wewatchedathing at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all under the handle at wewatchedathing. If you want to help support the show, you can do that at patreon.com forward slash wewatchedathing, and we'll catch you next week. Watch a movie, folks. <laughs> <laughs>